Welcome to Car Selling Secrets. With co-host Doug Sprinthal. That was Brent Brown Rasmussen. That was so cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. Super <laughs> cool. That was really <laughs> nice. Andy Brown Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. Got a ton of stuff. Alex threw out an idea that we'd go around the table and talk about our very first car, because that's what Doug always asks his guests. We never right. did that. We got winter Spouse. driving tips, updates on uh, Elon Musk, all kinds of fun stuff. Ooh, Elon Musk is always fun to talk what about. What is a psychopath <laughs> that psycho. guy is? Jesus, we'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, People come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. You know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Your music. Music. What the music. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. You can't have seen this. This is your production around here. This is your Christmas theme. Run over car. Get it? Yeah. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Car selling secrets or hillbilly heaven. Which whatever you want. You have the music, don't you? I do. I'll play it at the next. We'll play it later. I just, we need to stretch the show out a little bit, so maybe we could listen to it for 10 minutes. Stretch, <laughs> stretch the, show the show out a little bit. It. Why does it have to be stretched out? I'm just out? kidding. Yeah, we have no guests, so it'll be a little bit different. I did do some prep work, and we'll talk about some winter driving tips and what's new in the automotive world. But at uh, Alex's request, she wanted to talk about her very first car. No, I don't want to talk about my... I mean, I well, can. Well, you brought it up. Well, so my I learned to drive in a Ford F-150. And then yeah, my too. first car that I was, like, given by my parents to drive around was a Jaguar something. What? Yeah. You had me drive that around for a few months. I did? Before. What color was it? Blue. It was, <laughs> oh, like, was that this one? That's what happened to that car. Oh, was it the X? that X It was, like, this type. Blue. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah. I remember being, like, this car is so That's the world's funny. most expensive Ford Taurus, basically. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But the reason why it, was, yeah. but it, it had four-wheel drive. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or all-wheel yep. drive. That's but I only drove that for a few months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we so didn't, we didn't love that car. Because all, everybody else that we've asked this question of, they, they started out with $300 cars. Now yes. it's like, yeah. well, I had to drive the truck for a while before I got the Jaguar. No, <laughs> no first it was well, the BMW 6 oh, Series, then up. the Jaguar. No, what when did I get the Rolls? Was that? Yeah, when did I get the Rolls? I've driven a Rolls and they're ridiculous. <laughs> there you go. There you I've have it. Driven, Boy, look at the I've time. Also driven, I refused uh, to drive the Rolls. I've driven uh what are those called Mar- maserati maserati you did? maserati mm-hmm. who's maserati is this you don't want me to mention their name oh, no you don't oh. Butt wipe. Okay. Yeah, but wow. Face. The sad thing is that could apply to like 19 yeah. different people. You I had know. to know. Dad had. This is the biggest butt wipe of, of them all. No, Dad had. Dad had a bunch of people yeah. at his. Dad had a bunch of people at your house, and I was parked in. And I was. I had to go somewhere. I was meeting a friend for dinner or something, and he just like threw me so his keys, and he was said, like, hey, "Take butt wipe. Give me your keys." No, I was like, "Oh, can you move your car? Your." You parked me in, and I need to go meet a friend. And he said, "Just take my car." And he threw me the keys, and I drove his Maserati too. Yeah, and then <laughs> and we I found out to... later the reason he gave you the keys to it because he never made any payments. I was going to say because he didn't care about <laughs> right. paying the bill. Probably stolen. Yeah, you probably stole yeah. it. Exactly. Some, it was somebody yeah. else's Maserati. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So yeah, I didn't start out with a crappy first car because I didn't have to pay for it, and my parents. No were Vegas very... for you. One of these things <laughs> is not like the other. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. Catherine, Mom, your first car. Your first car. Well, my mother had a car that nobody can remember what it was. What? It was, nobody it was a knows Riviera. what it was. It just said the word Riviera. car on it. No, it was a it, it, car. I, car. I thought it was car. a dart. 
but I've looked up darts. And it wasn't a dart. It was a very boxy. Was it a duster? It was a very Dodge boxy four-door car that was blue. Duster. And I mean, it could have been a million years old because my mom barely drove. Was so. it a Dodge? I think it was. I think it was a Dodge. It might have been a duster. Sure. Could have been a Plymouth Valiant. Could have been a yeah. That's true. Could have been a Valiant. Let me look up Valiant. Could have been Plymouth. Anyway, I honestly don't know if I've ever seen Grandma drive. She had drove for a long time, and then one time she's ninety six years old. Mm-hmm. God bless her. Well, but yeah. one time I, I she got confused where she was. And oh, she God. never drove again. No, she didn't. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm confused where I drive all the I know, time. For real. I'm always like, I don't know where I am right now. I'm always like, wait a minute, I needed to go west on 394, not south on 100. I do that all the time. Before I, GPS, I would, yeah, would half you, an hour yeah. detours. You've got a serious I've directional problem. Oh yeah, someone was telling me, like, oh, it's over on 12th. I'm like, what street is that? The one that's one block away from where you live. Oh, that 12th. <laughs> it's unbelievable how bad you are at directions. Yeah, he... Streets, I don't know. I can't do it. I've always been really bad at cardinal directions. What kind of directions? Cardinal directions? Follow the cardinal. West. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, what? well, you got that from my mother. Because my mom, we, we lived on Glenwood Avenue, mm-hmm. so close to downtown Minneapolis that you could see it. So my mother, the only way she could figure out where she was going was to see if she could see the Fauché Tower. Uh, If she was going away from the Fauché Tower, that meant she was going west. (laughs) She was going towards the Fauché Tower, that meant she was going downtown. Was that Munsingware? Was that the big factory there? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and now it's the International International Market Square. Square. Fufu place. Yep. 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 It is, yeah. Munsingware. I wish I still had the penguin shirts. Uh, they, they're making them again. Oh, they are? I don't know where the factory is, but I'm seeing them again. Oh, yeah. know that. They moved it to China, I bet. Oh, you know they did. Probably Sri Lanka. Probably Sri Lanka. Minneapolis or... Or Mexico. Sometimes China. Mexico's doing Okay, so you're saying too. that Plymouth Valiant was your first car. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. But it might have been a Plymouth, what did you say? A Dodge Duster. No, you said something else. It I said a Valiant. A Valiant. Yeah. Could have been a Valiant. I just said that. So okay. was, there, was there any <laughs> great sorry. stories that... Go along with this car that said uh, car on yeah. the side. I decided that I was going to wax the car for my parents. Uh oh. So I'm with out apple there. Apple cider vinegar. You got <laughs> your pillow no, pad. No, no. Egg whites. I, I brought out exactly. the car stu- paste. The stuff. Car paste. That, yeah, you know, they <laughs> you used know? to have the car paste. <laughs> it's very famous car paste. <laughs> what was that stuff called wax. again? It was a big. You got a big green puff yeah, thing. What the hell was that called? Turtle wax. Turtle wax. There you go. I cover yep. the whole thing. I mean, I covered the whole nice thing super it's thick. Good. And then haven't you heard of wax on, wax on? And then I got a little hungry. Uh oh. So I went inside the house. Oh no. And had a snack. Was a car sitting in the sun? It sure was. <laughs> oh god. Deoxidized all the oh, paint. Oh, beautiful. Mm. Oh, I gosh. come out and my dad's looking at the car. He's like. Who the hell did this? <laughs> oh, and I'm like, what? It's called a Dad. I'm waxing the car. He's like, you can't. But then he couldn't get mad at me because I was trying to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in yeah. my family, as long as you were working, you were a good person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so right. he couldn't yell at me because I was trying to work, yeah. trying to do something for somebody. Nin- 1968, yeah. me and my buddy Peter Keeping decided that we wanted to hippieize our Schwinn apple crate bikes by painting them day glow orange. Cool. Which that actually came out pretty good. The problem was is that we had them leaned up against my dad's oh. black 1960 Falcon. Oh, oh no! Nice. Wait a minute, run that by me again. What? <laughs> we, were, we were spray painting our bikes. So what, you used oh, the Falcon no. as a back? Well, we, Draw? Did, oh, yeah, no. we, did, we took the kickstands off so they'd go faster. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You spray painted your dad's oh, car. Well, just the back Day part. Glow. Of it. Just, no. Oh, just the trunk. Well, the part, you might as well finish the job. <laughs> oh, a black Ford Falcon. Oh, oh my God. God. Black and orange. Just in time for All Halloween. All right, Andy, what do you got? I'm looking at Plymouth Alliance. I think my it. first was the Durango. I was going to say, yours was the Durango. Yeah. yeah I remember was the Durango, mom and dad, yep. they were like, we have to give him the Durango because he drives like an old man. Gary Holman. That's oh yeah, yeah, with Gary Oman. Oh yeah, worked for Dodge at the time. Worked for Dodge for many years. Oh, yeah, he worked for uh, what was the ad agency? Is it BBDO? BBDO. Yep. Yeah, it was BBDO. Well, I technically, think they still might have the Dodge. Technically, my first car was when I was what three years old. It was totally oh, a Valiant. When you, when you, when drove you it stole off the... a car and yeah. Well, my parents had parked a car 
on a cliff. <laughs> on a cliff. And put yes. Alex and me in there. It was basically a cliff. It was basically a cliff. Alex and I were right in there by, by ourselves. Decided no. to become single again. Did and they? I decided. No, I was you like, were you were you were by yourself. Alex. Alex was in the back seat. No, I thought it was in the back seat. There I was up no on the back floor. seat. It was my original truck. Oh, my well. farm truck didn't have a back seat. It didn't. Oh, was the you old by yourself. Cool I don't one? even know oh, if you were born yet. Oh well, I decided the gear shifter looked cool, and you know, played with that a little bit. Kicked it into neutral, and luckily there was a tree about 10 feet down, because otherwise I'd probably be dead. Yeah, wow. he'd totally be dead. Wow. Ran right into so a tree. That was my first Dad driving experience. Dad left the boy alone in the truck and oh, went Dad. in the car. I mean, go in the house. You went in the house. I didn't drive you... your truck. What are you talking about? I came home and saw. Gunk, gunk, gunk. <laughs> I actually, no, actually. He didn't climb in that truck by himself. What actually no, I was happened, very young. I but gave him the keys and said, go to Dairy Queen. Give me a dough. <laughs> yeah. No, he said, give, give me a, a six bar. pack. Give me a dilly bar. Yeah. Yeah, give me a dilly bar. We're good to go. But yeah, I, yeah. I just went through a bunch Tom of. I tried to kill you. I had a car for a year, and then I had another car for a year. They were always, like, my parents had them, and then they didn't need them anymore. And, you know. Yeah. The Durango, the F-150. Um, same one as. Well, I just let you let. You the, I just let you ride, drive the truck because I was like, can't not, get hurt in that. He's not going to get hurt. Well, and hearse. he never wanted Remember to. Remember the dr- Dodge hearse? What were those called oh, again? God, yeah, the Charger. That was Charger. No, not the oh, Charger. Oh, Magnum. 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 Yes, oh, Magnum. Yeah, like I love those. Those are cooler than hell. <laughs> really? It did look like a hearse. Yep, I had yeah, a you Magnum. drove that for they a long time. They didn't drive very nicely though. No, I didn't like driving that car at all. For about a year, they made an all-wheel drive version with a Hemi in it. That was just a rocket. Oh my God! They're actually collectible. Are they? They only made them in 05 or 06. My favorite story about that one was this was before i mean i still know very little about cars but this was before i knew anything so i went to subway and the guy behind the counter noticed the car and he was like that thing got a hemi in it and i was like probably (laughs) (laughs) probably still to this day don't know probably not so uh, here's my funny magnum story back when i was running the dodge store yeah Yes. Paul had is a whole bunch of, that was probably the height of our radio spend. We were on every station. In addition to um, your sponsorship, he wound, we wound up with Mike Gelfan for a while, and we gave you him did? a demo. Yep. He know that. Because the it Dodge is uh, his dodgy voice. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you well, go. we put him in a Magnum, and Mike's um, a little diminutive for those who have never met him. You could just barely see his head because the doors <laughs> oh, were so God. high on Gelfan. him. Just <laughs> Needed a booster. It was not the right car for him. No. My no. favorite Mike Gelf. I have two favorite Mike Gelf fan stories. Um, we did a football game that was the uh, it was radio people. There was a radio team, and then there was a Minnesota Minneapolis Fire Department had a team, and we were playing at the Metrodome. Sixteen thousand people showed up for the game. What was the spread on that? <laughs> <laughs> No, we didn't Firefighters against the radio people? Well, it was all re- professional wrestlers. It was oh, okay. Timmy Laudner and Gary oh, Gaetti. Okay. They have ringers. This will oh, show you the kind of guys that Gary Gaetti. One radio Gaetti. guy and a bunch of pro athletes. Got yeah. it. That's exactly right. <laughs> Chuck Foreman was there. You know, the whole deal. <laughs> Chuck Foreman, all my favorites were now there. the odds are changing. <laughs> Greg Gagne was there, as a matter of fact. He played in the game. But um, let's see. What, were, what was I just talking about? The game. The two, oh, this the, is my Gelfan story. Oh. Two of the guys that played. i got to mention this first. Gary Gaetti and Tim Laudner played in the game, which was which happened the day after they had just won the World Series. Oh my God! And they both showed up for oh, the game that's anyway. Right? How cool was that? Yeah, that's they were probably exciting. hammered. So Gel fans walking around, and God, was he pissed off about this? I can't remember. But I can remember, but I'm not going to mention the name of the professional wrestler who was about six six and probably weighed about two eighty, and it was all muscle. Did he become the governor? Gerl, no, oh. no. Gelfand <laughs> walks by, the wrestler grabs him, <gasps> bench press, military him. presses no, him, no, slams no. him on the hood of a car. Oh, oh my ouch. god! What the I thought Gelfand was going to die. Well, yeah, yeah. Gelfand was. Smaller than Cassie. Yeah. Is, is oh, let me just one. tell you something. That's my other favorite story. <laughs> I just told guy. this story two days ago on the radio. As a matter of fact, by coincidence, my mother's birthday, right? This is when we lived in Maple Grove, so this was like 35 years ago. So it was my mother's birthday. So she, I think she had turned 65. I think it was her 65th birthday party. Oh, my God. Right? So Sid Hartman showed ago. up. Sid Hartman, uh, I introduced Sid Hartman to my mother. He gave, gave her the look-away handshake. 
He's like, yeah. Yeah, Tom wasn't too thrilled with him for many years. I was not happy about the look away handshake from my mother. But it's time to wrap it up. The party's wrapping up where everybody's going to go. Gelfand grabs his coat, heads to the house. Catherine's friend Laura goes, Where's my coat? Remember that? Yes, I do. I remember watching him walk out the the front door, and I'm like, his coat is really way too big for him. (laughs) 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 He grabbed my friend Laura's. Laura Jacobson's Lake coat. Laura Jacobson's coat. Laura's <laughs> oh not a big woman, by no. the way. Not at all. No. So he grabs Laura's coat and it was way too big for him. Wore it up. I don't know if you listened to him, but Pat ripped off one of my favorite Mike Gelfand jokes. And oh, Gelfand's phenomenal. In a commercial. It's a, oh, it's, really? Yeah, he's on uh, Zero Res. It's the... My, it's I can't remember exactly, but it's basically the only thing my wife and I have in common is we both hate me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's in the commercial. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, he put it in the commercial. Yeah. He ripped it off? Yeah. Uh. Ebert, what the hell are you doing? Don't be ripping <laughs> off Gelfand's joke. Yeah, he, we yeah, both hate uncredited. me. Uncredited, yeah. Oh, God, I, I love that. I well, now love it's that credited. Joke. Yeah, now One of the great credited. things of working with Gelfand, because we got to take a break in 20 seconds, but I would come in every morning at like 5 o'clock, and there would be Gelfand, face in both hands. What am I doing here? <laughs> it's 5 o'clock in the morning. It was just phenomenal. Aww. He was not happy to be awake that early. No. When we come back, well, Cassie's the, first car. And the theme song for Car Selling. Yeah, the, car, <laughs> the theme song. My first car. Then we, we, did we ever find out your first car? We can go through I was gonna my say, first car. I feel like All they right. haven't. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The X-Chat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The X-Check app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. All right. Next up, as we go around the table and tell tales of first automobiles owned, loved, or forgotten about, I don't know if it was the Jag or the Beat. Next up is I did know. Thank you very much. Mine's not as fancy as those. Really? No one's is. Don't feel bad. Well, my first car was a hand-me-down from my grandpa, then it went to my uncle. I thought you were going to say a Hemi. No. (laughs) (laughs) My first car was a uh, Hemi. Really? They make a cream for that. No. No. uh, Not that Hemi. (laughs) Yes. Um... It was a 1982 Toyota Cressida. Now, if nobody knows what the Cressida is, I know what it was a basically. Is. It's a nice car, actually. Well, it was kind of. Was it more of an upscale Camry at first? No, it was. It's a rear-wheel drive 
it was really kind of very similar to uh, E-Class uh, Mercedes. Yeah. So Inline really. six-cylinder, rear-wheel drive, pretty luxurious for Toyota. In yeah, days. it was like navy blue with light blue interior. It was awful. And then it had those electric seat belts. And, oh yeah! Oh God! Oh, I and those. I was so oh, lit. the ones that would move back. Yeah. On yes. Oh yeah! yeah, 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 yeah. And here's bananas. how you could decapitate yourself. In the <laughs> I know. If you were backing out of a tight spot and you made the mistake of opening the driver's door, oh God! To just drag you right into yep. the dashboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? Oh God! Yeah, because as soon as the door what opened, terrible. Yep. The thing had released. That not, was not, right. So that was probably a late eighties. No, it was 1982. Okay. Yeah, and it, had... it was about 10 years we had to suffer through those damn things mm-hmm. before they made airbags. Well, and it had drum brakes all around. And, um, like, I remember it was my first winter driving after my driver's license. And because I got it in August, and it was that winter. And I'm like, I can't stop for nothing. Found out I had one br- working brake. Ah. So hey, I would have, I'd have <laughs> when I would come to a stoplight, I'd have to kind of go up in the snowbank to slow oh, down. <laughs> you know, so I brought it in. They're like, oh, yeah, you got about $700 worth of brake work to be done on oh, it. And God. they're like, and the car is probably only worth 400 bucks. I used to do donuts and burnouts and parking lots with it in the winter. There's donuts <laughs> over there for you right now. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, I just tore that car up. And then so my first car that I my dad bought me mm-hmm. was a 79 Mercury Cougar. So I went from a Toyota Cressa, which is a compact four-door sedan, to a two-door Land yacht, yeah. land yacht. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Those, those are the big ones. With the air ride, right? like eighty mm-hmm. or eighty-one that Cougar got. No, can't remember. <clears throat> the year they got smaller. Well, I had about five feet of hood. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had a Mercury <laughs> Marquis. Yeah. yeah. It was ridiculous. Oh, I love that car. It was a piece of crap car, but I loved it. And it had the air ride suspension, so you'd be going down the road, and it's just like you're on a cloud. Mm. But I remember I went and brought my cousin. She lived in Bird Island, which is near Wilmer. And we were coming back, and my water pump went out. Mm-hmm. And I lost all my power steering and everything. So I had my foot up on the dashboard trying to get my car to pull over to the side of the road. Oh, my God. Because I had no power steering, and... You know, I'm tiny. <laughs> I had my foot up on the dash and I'm cranking the wheel. You're lucky you're still alive. <laughs> I got it pulled. Well, I took that same exact car. I had bald tires. And in the front of my house, we had these huge oak trees and it would cover the road. So in the wintertime, it would just be glare ice in front of the house. Nice. It would never melt because it was shaded. And I hit a, you know, the couple days prior, we had like a snowstorm and it was that slushy stuff. And then it got real cold, so it froze. So there was like those tire ruts in the road. Mm -hmm. My car hit that. I dukes a hazard it because my dad used to plow our driveway with a plow. So we'd have these snow banks at the end of our driveway. I launched it into my neighbor's yard. Oh. (laughs) When I landed, I was like, whoa. And then I couldn't even get out of the car because the snow was up to the window. The bottom of the window, so I had a Dukes of Hazard my way out of the car and crawl out and try and get my car dug out of their yard. That was fun, but yeah, that was a big land yacht. I love that yeah. car though. The I loved land it. yacht. It was it was huge. Did it have a Landau roof? Oh. Yeah, that was quite the thing in the mid sixties. It was the opera 80s. windows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the opera. Look at the opera. Think, Look through the window. Yes. I don't think mine did have those. It I, was. I had. Opera it was. Windows. It was like kind of a burgundy red color. And it had a little bit lighter red interior, that velour interior. Yeah, whorehouse interior. It was yeah. very popular back then. <laughs> yeah. We used to call them pimp mobiles. Yeah, pimp yeah. Mobile. no yeah. offense to all the pimps out there. Right. I could have made it a pimp mobile if I really, yeah, because the, it had the vinyl top on the outside, but mm-hmm. it was peeling and looked like crap. Oh, yeah, that's but... what happens to those things. Mm-hmm. They just peel Land and look like crap. Roofs. <laughs> Tom, what was your first ride of shame? It was a 2019 Rolls-Royce Phantom. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the from bus. Back in time. I thought it was the bus. Yeah. It was your first vehicle. Yeah, the, my first vehicle was a city bus. You're absolutely right. I didn't start driving until I was 22 years old because I couldn't afford a car. So, you know. So my sister Vicky bought me my first car. I remember oh. that. It was a 1968 Chevrolet Impala. And I think it was like 
hundred and sixty bucks or something. Well, <laughs> it was not spent. Oh, yeah, you could car, buy though. a you could buy a car for yeah, a couple right. of hundred dollars. Yeah, you could back, back then. in the day. You could back then was yeah Chevrolet Impala. When America was it's a America. Decent car. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a nice yeah. car. I drove. That. I ended up driving it up to uh, to Grand Forks because I went to work at KNOX up there. And then when I got that job, I went and bought a. Uh, Probably a nineteen seventy two orange Ooh. Volkswagen Fastback. You oh, did? Oh, yeah. I don't see you in that at all. I didn't either wow. after I bought it. My brother had a. It's a terrible car for Minnesota. Cause yeah. It, those, oh, it's horrible for North the, Dakota. And the listeners that are oh. uh, the worst car for Minnesota is my brother's Baja buggy. Oh yeah, I would do that. But <laughs> yeah, I had to push down the hill to get started every day, so he'll, he'd. Drive me to school. Air-cooled <laughs> Volkswagens in that era essentially really didn't have heaters in they them. They did not. No, unless right. you equipped them with the optional propane heater. Yes. That's right. Oh, God. Yeah, That's the right. gas the heater. The little no gas frame, heater. So you had a propane yep. tank up in the hood, which was in front of you. Safe. Not dangerous at all. Nice and a, safe. If you hit a bicycle, the car would explode. Is that why they would just start on fire randomly? Yes, occasionally oh, they would. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, you have a propane <laughs> tank on the front of something going 60 miles per hour. That's just not... Not a good plan. It's going to set on fire because i remember a friend of mine had a carmen Ghia. yep same thing and it just started on fire one night (laughs) just started on fire fire. okay well you know that'll happen now you know why they lost the war (laughs) oh there you go i like that slamming the germans but yeah yeah i uh that driving that volkswagen fast by the but that was a car fit in that car did you? Uh, yeah i did absolutely but that i will never forget this because i pulled in and filled up in Fergus Falls because I was on my way home from Grand Forks to Minneapolis, St. Paul. Stopped in Fergus Falls to fill up. And a guy comes out, fills the car up, and he says, I never, ever thought I'd see the day where it took $10 to fill up a Volkswagen. Wow. <laughs> Ten bucks. $10. And it was like he thought it was a fortune. Yeah. Well, I do remember the, the I can't remember the name of the, the gas station. It was at Thomas and West Broadway in North Minneapolis. Gasoline was twenty nine nine. Yeah. Well, right now it seems like it costs <laughs> like, nothing to fill up your tank. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like, you know, what? It's only twenty two dollars, twenty five dollars. Inflation. Gas might be cheaper now. Yeah, it is so. Yeah, it's it might wonderful. Be. Yeah, you're right. yeah. No, you're right about that. Yeah, when Absolutely. it was like five dollars a gallon, that was really well, painful. But I remember Actually, driving those old here. boats with my friends, like your Impala and old 88s and 98s that got terrible gas mileage, and everybody had to chip in. Yeah. You got money for gas? Well, here's a dollar and a quarter. My friend Nancy Fortner, she always drove from high school home, and she passed by almost everybody. She lived sort of on the outskirts. So we were all like, Nancy, drive me home. Nancy, drive me home. She put a donation box. Oh, God. <laughs> she wouldn't go. ask for money, but she had a donation box. a donation box. box. Gas. Adjusted for inflation, the cheapest <clears throat> gas has been in the past 100 years was in 98. Huh. Really? $1.48. $1.48. Okay. But yeah, pretty much all throughout the 60s and 70s, it was below what it is now. Huh. Oh, yeah. But when it even went adjusted up to for a, inflation. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was. It, does seem, oh, it, is. it was okay. expensive well, during the war. Surprise, I guess. Surprise, surprise. I guess yeah. when you're paying five bucks a gallon for a while, there that now it seems super. Now it does. Yeah. Seem well, cheap. yeah. Back well, in, cars get much better gas mileage oh, than they did then. Yeah. Much better. Yes. Mm, oh yeah. I don't remember like part. filling up some car of yours and it was like seventy five dollars. I was like, I know. Excuse me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they probably needed premium on top. Of yeah, it yes. needed premium, and then it was like this huge one of Dad's weird. Boat mobile mm. things. It's like okay. Boat mobile. Don't yeah. be he talking does love about a my new car. car. Drive gigantic car. Twenty twelve was the second most expensive too. it's ever been. Twenty twelve. Number one, nineteen eighteen. Not a huge market for gasoline at the time, I imagine. Probably not. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think there'd be a whole lot of. How much gas does a Model call. T hold? <laughs> not much. <laughs> now, well, I just filled up. Filled up my car right now costs about sixty bucks. Mine's forty. Yeah, mine's I just filled up mine. I was like, just mine's like dollars. thirty, if that. Well, you got what a sixteen-gallon tank or fourteen-gallon tank? Like fourteen. Like yeah, fourteen-gallon tank. Not zippy, but it's like a little toy car. Yeah, yeah my basically. tank is like I think it's eighteen. <laughs> it's a micro gallons. machine. I think it's an eighteen-gallon tank. That's probably and it takes right. Premium. It takes premium because it's a. Yeah. How much is premium versus regular gas? Uh, let's see. Regular right now is what two forty a gallon. Something I think like premiums two seventy five ish. Yeah, it's not that much more. Yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah, that is about right. 
All right, so the first car for Doug's for friend. For me, it was a $500 1965 Mustang. Ah. Hard top with a 289 and three speed on the floor. Oh, yeah. Uh, those it was nice. Cars. The 289 was a good engine. It was. The car was a pile of crap, though. It would have been, you know. What? Well, this was 1974. So it was an eight or nine year old car when I got it. Okay. It had been repainted several times and the Bondo was all cracking. Oh. But I didn't care because it was a must. Oh, yeah. Sadly, it met its demise. Uh, I think I told the story what before. What did you do? <laughs> Actually, oddly enough, it was not my fault. So oh. it was the summer, I think, that I was out of high school. So it would have been the summer of 76. And there's this particular young lady I'd had my eye on for quite some time. She's very fetching and never really gave me the time of day. And I was in Dinky Town at a street dance. Lamont Cranston was playing, and I ran into her. Oh, Lamont Cranston. So we had a couple of beers, and for some reason, um, she was willing to return my advances. And so we took off in the Mustang heading for Prospect Park. So if you know the area, we were driving, we took the romantic way, or about to, down the river road, and right where Pike Hall is, Mm -hmm. on the river road, there's a really sharp corner there. Well, I started out from the stop sign, and in the opposite direction, at about 50 miles an hour, comes the bartender from a rascaller and a 68 T-Bird. He started at the headlight of the Mustang and wound up at the tail. It just caved the whole driver's oh, door halfway into oh the steering wheel. God, were you guys we were okay? All, everybody oh. was okay. He, you know, it was a different era. And he was it glug glug? Oh, yeah, I was hammered. He goes, God, I drank too much. i got to take a leak before the cops get here. So, um, <laughs> Okay. Oddly enough, the Mustang was still functional. Wow. Mm. But the young lady was no longer interested in being functional. She says, well, I think you just better drop me off at home. Like, yeah. Damn it. I missed the girl and my car's totaled. <laughs> so bad night. Yeah, bad night. Oh well, survived to buy many, many more cars after that. Yeah, exactly. And everything works out. For, so basically, for everyone, all six of us, it all worked out well. It did. We're all alive and well, and purchasing more and more cars. Thank God for that. <laughs> From Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Thank you very much. Great to be I'm here. I'm very excited for my next car purchase. What are you getting? We're going to get a van. We took an Uber. I told you to remember what what oh, kind yeah. it was. It was a Honda. It was no, a, I'm not getting a Honda. It was a, it was a, it was a really nice. Yeah, van. Honda ones aren't really nice, but I'm not getting a Honda. Why not? No. American made, yo. American. You want American made? No, really? I'll probably get a Toyota. They're the only four wheel drive ones. Yeah. Oh, I thought American oh. made is Toyota's American made now. No. Well, they make some of them. They make some of them in America. So the Toyota, the Toyota one is the only one with four wheel drive. Wow. And. Yeah, the Honda one. I drove a Honda when I was a nanny, a Honda fan, mm-hmm. and they are very nice. But yeah, they're nice. the well, most expensive. The one, they're the most expensive the vans. The Hondas are. I think Hondas the Toyota all-wheel drive is more than a Honda. Oh really? Yeah. Why don't you buy buy Shattered mom's dreams. car? But then Chrysler, she doesn't have a van. She doesn't. She wants a van. Oh, she wants a van, a van with all the electric SUV. opening doors and all oh, that stuff. Yeah, I want kids chairlift. to get in the car. Yeah. I have lots of things get a ramp. in and out of. Mm-hmm. The, I guess the Chrysler town country is nice. They're nice, but they're front wheel drive too, like the Honda. But they're front wheel drive like the Honda. Well, but why don't they just put four wheel drive in every vehicle? Yeah, is there a reason? Well, cost is one thing. Yeah, it's just people don't want to. One of the things that they're worried about is the cost of vehicles keeps going up and up, partly because people are buying fancier versions. Well, yeah, yeah. Right. well, yeah. I mean, if you look at any like the lowest kind of car that exists right now compared to the most expensive, most luxury car thirty years ago, yeah, you know, the uh, the luxury car doesn't even come close to what no. you got right now. No, cars are like they're basically they're supercomputers with all of That's the luxury right. features in the universe. And that's considered standard now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, hilarious. they're just getting better. And that's what people want. I was watching I Dream of Genie the other night. Just had, you know, just dialing through. I figured out. I watched oh, a little I Dream of Genie. Uh, what was his name? Colonel Sanders? Uh, no, not Colonel Sanders. Major, Major Holloway. Is that right? Major. Right. Well, whatever. <laughs> You're like, he did comes, I get it? He comes pulling up in Is front of the house that Genie lives in. Major I'm, Anthony Tony Nelson. Damn it. Major oh, Nelson. Way. Was there a Major Holly? There was a Major Healy. He- major Healy, that's Major the one Healy. I'm thinking. That's the one, Major Healy. 
He pulls oh. up in front of their house, and his car was about the size of this room. Well, oh, that, yeah. That thing was huge. Were, I mean, the trunk. Cars. Enormous back then. Mm-hmm. The trunk was literally about 10 feet deep. Well, and that's, Doug, <laughs> can answer, that. Doug can answer this question. I've read that does four-wheel drive even matter with vans because they're so heavy? Yes. It does? Okay. It always well, matters. Front wheel drive what, is, all-wheel drive is always going to be better in yeah. winter conditions. Well, because if the if the front wheels or the rear wheels or whichever's powered Stuck on ice, whatever, yeah. then, you know, you're screwed no yep. matter what. It's yep. true. We'll take a break. Be right back. The last segment already. What? Wow. Look at that. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the ultimate weight loss program powered by Nutmos is having an early holiday sale. Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They help me change my life, and they can help you too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763-333-7337. I said a Mustang Dougie. We went to Mustang Sally's in Deadwood. Oh, did you? Yeah. How was it? Delicious? It was a bar, you know. It was a Standard bar food. Bar fare. Ladies and gentlemen. No bison. Wow. But bison everywhere else, though. We have there. some automotive stories. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer so a couple everything. of weeks ago, uh, Elon Musk introduced oh. their new pickup truck. Oh, oh what? Of that truck. thing is hideous. Just hideous. What? So, oh. I want to see it. Oh, it's hideous. Yeah, that's been so making its way. I'm going to read an article, and you can read the quotes that are... <clears throat> Okay. Wait. Oh, yeah. Yellow. This thing? That. Yep. Yeah. Yes. How what? Many, how many feet can it go on a full charge? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not even a pickup truck. So it's this a... is out of automotive news. It's reactions to this. And it was oh, the gosh. launch was just a disaster. One I of the bet. things that happened was um, the the glass was supposedly bulletproof, and the engineer went up and tapped it and shattered it. Oh, I saw that. That was on the news. Here's automotive news take on it. The auto industry has never seen a vehicle reveal quite the show that Tesla CEO Elon Musk put on last week. Not only is he the designer of Tesla's Cybertruck so bizarre that even those in attendance weren't sure if it was the real thing, but the (laughs) event went off script when Tesla's chief designer, Franz von Holzhausen, smashed its windows in, in an attempt to prove that they were unbreakable. Among the reactions to whatever that was, read the first one. The first one right here, ladies and gentlemen, I got it. Uh, Looks like a DeLorean had a baby with Walter White's Pontiac Aztec or something an eight-year-old built in Minecraft. (laughs) Another quote from uh, somebody in the AV club. There's almost a level of awe to just how much of the Cybertruck's hard geometric curves evoke the soulless polygonal graphics the fifth generation gaming one worries it'll start glitching the moment you drive it next to a wall <laughs> it looks like something from yeah. like Star Fox on the Super Nintendo That's and you can read weird. the next one six polygons yeah there you go it almost looks like a deliberate suicidal attempt to trigger boundary separation a potential drug raising catastrophe or drag racing catastrophe excuse me for limited energy EVs and an odd 180 uh, turn from the Model X and Y, which have such delicately arched profiles precisely to avoid That's drag racing. I was thinking. And the final quote from <laughs> yes. Elon, the final quote from Elon Musk himself 
after the head engineer shattered the window. Oh, God. Oh, my fucking God. Oh. <laughs> That's right. And didn't they That's say, right. oh, that was, didn't they do it twice? Yes. They yep. smashed yep. it twice. Twice. What? Yes. Just to prove how <laughs> badly this was done. test that before they roll it out? Yeah. I think that they Anybody? No, all right. Although I did something similar to Toyota new car introduction, and I don't think I'd had that many cocktails, but when they bring out <laughs> prototypes sometime, they're actually made out of clay. But these cars are they're oh. so intricate and well done, it looks like a real car. Okay. And oh. I tried to open the door on them, <laughs> Oh, God. And you one of the, the security off. guys came running over. It's like, oh, don't touch that. It's clay. I was like, oh. It was a car. It's made out of clay? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. They still, that was a holdover from the old days before computer design, but it's just, you know, at some point you want a actual physical thing that you can look at it as a designer rather than just, you know, at CAD designs and stuff like that. So, but. Now, can, yeah. I, can't Don't they do 3D models of them now? I would imagine with uh, uh, virtual reality glasses, they could get pretty close. But they yeah. still do make, you know, when they get towards the end of what the car is eventually going to be, they will still make hmm. clay versions of them. They used to, you know, do them by hand. Oh, my God. Chisel them out? Yep, Jeez. pretty much. What was, the, what was the first year of the Tesla Roadster? <sighs> Boy, you would know better than I. I would say oh. it was probably, what, oh. Five I was thinking 05. I was thinking 05. It was 08. 08. Oh, it was 08. Okay. So we were close. So the very year the economy collapsed, he puts out his first yep. vehicle. Like, you know, I, it, it's going to be an interesting story. It is. To see if he's a genius or just a complete moron or a little bit of both. <laughs> are you, are you still both, watching yeah. Silicon Valley? Yes. Oh, my okay. God. That's All so of this funny. stuff just reminds me of Silicon Valley. I know. Valley. It really Doesn't does. it? It's oh, this like, is Silicon Valley it all is. the way. It's so we funny. We just watched one last night where they're doing... Rust Fest? Yes. <laughs> well, they're doing Rust Did you Fest. see that? Yes. yes. Oh, with the, the, the hologram? Yes. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, only God, one left, crazy. and then it's done. Yeah, there's only one episode uh, left. I think they're well, writing they on that. Us because, so good. They teased us it. because uh, last in that episode, they talked about uh, getting a call from Richard. Uh, uh, what was T.J. Miller's character's yeah. name? Yeah, they did. Oh, oh. They'll probably bring him back oh for the last ba- episode, I bet. Bachman? No! Oh my God! Now that you said Bachman, way to go, God. Doug! You've ruined everything. I can't think of his. Oh name my God! On the show, that show Gilfoyle. While you're thinking, Gilfoyle. Of it, is I the think Gilfoyle might be the greatest character ever on television. You know, you know I, Jim Yang is really stupid. close too. Yes, you are stupid. You are stupid. <laughs> what did oh my you God. say? Jimmy. That we were laughing at so hard. Oh, Gilfoyle. I hate you. No. Oh, Jimmy Yang. Yeah, I and Jim I hate Yang. you. I, I hate Yang. you. Is it, what the hell is Jimmy O? Is his, is his, no. He goes by Jimmy O. I mean, it's his real name. Oh, is it? Okay. Or he goes by Jimmy O anyway. It was Bachman. It was, it was Bachman. Bachman. Ehrlich Bachman. Bachman. Ehrlich. It was Ehrlich. Ehrlich. So yeah, they yeah, tease yeah, us yeah. that okay. he's coming back. Somebody goes, we have a phone call from an Ehrlich Bachman, and somebody says, does he have a Chinese accent? <laughs> oh, that's right. I totally missed that. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, I tell you, that, I'm gonna. I am gonna miss that show. I know Although, I haven't watched the last two seasons because we don't oh, have HBO. Gotta, oh, you got it. It's phenomenal. We don't have HBO. The only thing I will tell you though is I really, really wish Richard would have stayed the hell out of the newspapers. Oh yeah, I know. Sarah he's can't watch prick. him anymore now that he's a. Well, Catherine, you know, I mean, feels I know. the same way. It's cool. like oh great, swinging saved your marriage. Great, I oh. want to watch you. you <laughs> poor ass. Why would you do that? Because he's a homely guy, and well, now yeah, all of a sudden he's true. famous, yeah. and what, the lead all guy? of a sudden every yeah. Yeah. oh is Hollywood's, he annoying in real life? He cheats on his wife constantly. Well, no, they're they're swingers. Yeah, well, they have an open. He said having an open marriage saved our marriage. And I just like to know why we have to know every detail right. about I th- these. Can I come on and tell everybody that Catherine and I have a closed marriage that <laughs> saved our marriage? <laughs> we have a closed marriage. <laughs> well, I swear, 15 well, years closed be marriages are going to be the, yours is closed. <laughs> 15 <laughs> years closed marriages are going to be the counterculture. So. Right. Probably true. Oh, absolutely. On the West Coast, they probably already are. Oh, oh I agree. Sure. Every generation has a harder job because they have to find a way to annoy their parents. Yeah. And at some point, it's going to be... A damn kid well, in his three-piece suit and a tie. And, yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. there's already signs well, of the generation the prep, Z. That's what happened yeah. with the preppy people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that it, was the reaction of the hippies, for it sure. Was. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. In the 80s, everyone was all of a sudden, all the kids were all conservative, you know, tie-wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Generation Z's like that now, from what I understand. Are they? <clears throat> I'm being told. They're that, so sick of hearing <clears throat> politics, they could yeah. throw up. And that's exactly it. They're just oh, sick yeah, to death of it. If you go on social media, anyone under the age of 15, all they do is try to annoy, like, 
people who are really progressive. Really? Let's like, like go on oh, Twitter yeah. and just like Big. say, Heil Hitler. Oh. <laughs> just because it annoys them. That's because not... because of the overreaction to absolutely yep, exactly. Oh, and we God. were watching something and they, they, they were talking and about. Stupid. You are fat and stupid. And stupid and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. I heard you talking on Jin oh, Yang. Jin Yang. Jin Yang. Jin Yang. Yeah, there you go. Jin Yang. Uh, he was a good Just character to bring that. Did you have other car selling secrets? No, that's fine. Keep going. <laughs> well, now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to the club, honey. Welcome, Welcome I was going to do some random driving tips, and then maybe it's uh, fortuitous that we do okay. that. We, Sarah and I and my daughter drove out to Denver for the hop for Thanksgiving and saw it. There was ice oh, all over the place. Yeah, they got 60 semi trucks flipped in the ditches. Um, Yikes. So, you know, everybody says slow down, but here's what you need to know about winter driving on ice in the deep snow. Do not First, overcorrect. Most of your cars have anti lock brakes. The way yes. to find out if your car has anti lock brakes is to just turn the key to on, which is the first click, and look on the dash, and you'll see a little yellow thing that says ABS. If that comes on, your car, almost everything built in the last 15 years has. Yeah, they're basically I mandatory you meant you now. You had to do they? some ab crunches. No. <laughs> no. Well, when you have any luck breaks and you <laughs> come like into you, a situation like... where the in, um, you're on ice or snow, don't do what they taught us to do, which is pump, pump the brakes. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Push the brakes down as hard as you can. And what you're going to hear, my daughter just went through this, even though we taught her last winter how to drive in snow. She wasn't listening. She goes, Dad, um, my brakes don't work. They make a lot of noise, and the car doesn't stop very well. I said, that's because okay. it's icy, and you're driving too fast. So put your foot down as hard as you can on your anti-lock brakes. You'll feel them. What's going on is the brake calipers are opening and closing yeah. up to like yeah, they're pumping 20, themselves. 20 times yeah. a second to but keep the wheels faster, from skidding. Yeah, than a human uh, could ever. Uh, the other thing that most modern cars have is, and it's called different things, but it's basically skid control. Yep. So. Uh, mm-hmm. That sort of stuff. That's a really good thing to have driving in ice, rain, or snow, but it's a really bad thing to have on when you are in deep snow or about to be stuck because it'll prevent the wheels from spinning and sometimes oh, you yeah. do that. Is that yeah. my so, snow button on my car? Uh, no, I wouldn't worry about getting stuck in a Highlander. <laughs> if you get stuck in that thing, yeah, anybody's going to get time stuck. To, it's time for Betty Ford. <laughs> <laughs> But for the rest of us, I put um, that to the test. It's usually like a little car with like swerving, right? Yeah, Yeah, like for traction. So if you're stuck, uh, first of all, turn that off. Secondly, you've got maybe about a minute or two where you can spin the wheels in an automatic transmission car before you're going to do a lot of damage. So if you can't get out in a couple of minutes, shut your car off. Because here's what happens: when the wheels are spinning, it generates so much heat that it takes out the, the automatic transmission. Mm-hmm. So the, the deep so, snow is. I have a friend who runs a transmission shop, and they just love it. It's like, yep, oh, be busy Monday. Yep. I remember yeah. Tom spinning his wheels so hard in front of my house and Hopkins. He was uh, smoke. Oh yeah, smoke. Well, I've just done that. You know, burn right through the ice and get down mm-hmm. to the pavement. Oh, <laughs> The engine started on fire too. Oh yeah! Yeah. Oh, oh my right. God. So that was a Chrysler. That was a that was the the Cutlass. Oh yeah. yeah. You and Kathy Barth both had. In, 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 what's the word? You know when somebody sets themselves on fire? Immolation. Immolation. Yeah, oh, immolation. Yeah. Oldsmobile. Self conflagration. Yeah. So the other thing that I teach my kids to do is when it's snowy out or when you suspect that it's icy, take a look behind you when you're going straight, and if there's nobody nearby, test out the surface. Just slam the brakes on. I do that all the time. Yep, that's really a great – because sometimes it'll fool you. You know, there is such a thing called black ice, although it isn't really ice made out of black people. It's just – it's, it's ice, not right. guys. It's black ice. Watch not out black for black guys, guys on the road. <laughs> JB and wow. Philip. So it's really clear ice, and it gets its name because you can see the pavement yep. underneath. But it's hard to pick up. But if you do that, um, you know, especially when the temperature is between 15 and 30, that's when you can go from a wet road surface into something slippery. That'll prevent a lot of those kinds of accidents and save you a ton of money. Uh, two other things. If you have a modern car that has low tire pressure warning lights, they're really, really sensitive. And oh, what God, happens... Yeah. Mine is like usually, with three, three yeah, like PSI. All right. winter. Yeah. Mine yeah. are like low tire pressure. I'm so, like, liar! Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, and it is a cool safety feature because if you've got a low tire, you can yeah. find out before you just ruin the tire. Mm -hmm. uh, but what happens is people ignore those when it gets cold because the lights are on all the time. If you go into uh, most service departments, Walzer has this machine in, in almost, I think in all of our stores, ask them about switching the air in your tires to nitrogen. Yeah, I've heard right. I don't know the science that. behind it. Andy could explain it better, but basically, nitrogen isn't susceptible to variation in pressure, pressure due right. to temperature. So, mm -hmm. if you switch over to nitrogen, you can leave them in there year round. It's fine. They use that on racing cars and, and uh, commercial aircraft and stuff. Uh, it, when those lights come on, you'll know that you actually have a problem yeah. and don't ignore it. So, no. if, it's, if it's driving you crazy, Next time you're in for an oil change, say, hey, how much to switch over to nitrogen? I didn't know cars. you could just do that. Yep. Yeah, huh. they suck all the air out, dump nitrogen in Not there. A bad it's idea. Especially in Minnesota, yep. where the temperature fluctuates yeah. literally 120 degrees yeah. in a year. See, so. when you have four teenage drivers with cars, uh -oh. every time something like the, yep. it gets down to 15 degrees, oh, get a chance to talk to my kids. Dad, what does LPTS light mean? <laughs> <laughs> It means we're going to go to the holiday station. I'm going to teach you how to check your air pressure. So. The ABS thing surprises me because I had the same experience when I was, like, at night. What, was I 18 when I started driving? Yeah. Something mm, like yeah, that. Something we made you. Yeah. So that's like 15 too. years ago, and apparently they're still not teaching kids that brakes will start well, they, to rumble. They don't really teach kids um, winter driving techniques in school. So the other thing yeah, that I've done with all my kids is... Hmm. When they're learning, when they have their permit, when it snows, we'll go up to the elementary school and we'll basically do donuts in the car and yeah. teach them how to correct for that. And there's a couple of tricks to it. One of them, and I learned this from a highway patrol uh, uh, officer, uh, when the car starts to slide, pick a point on the horizon, like a tree or a building, which is the direction you want to go, and then just keep trying to steer the car towards that. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't really have to think about it then. And Target fixation yeah. is natural. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. Your hands will follow your eyes, mm -hmm. uh, and you'll fixation. correct. So, but if you've got young drivers at home, I highly recommend that you spend half an hour, forty-five minutes, take them up to an empty parking lot, and uh, that—that's the only way you can learn that is by feel. You can't learn it from watching a YouTube video, so on and so forth. And every car will respond a little bit differently. A pickup truck's a lot harder to. Oh God! Driving that F one fifty in the yeah. winter was the yeah, worst thing. Yeah, when those thing back ends break loose and start to come around, they're about to break the speed of sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there was, you have it, was, ladies and gentlemen. What? That, that was all very good advice. Yeah, I thought yeah, so. Because there's, I mean, you see people just. I saw somebody crashed into a median today because there was a little bit of ice That's in right. a low-lying area on the highway. Well, and they 60 just, wow. and semi-drivers, are these people drive 200,000 oh. miles a year, and yeah. 60 of them couldn't figure out that it was icy and wrecked their trucks. Exactly. It was amazing. So. What are you going to do? See, I told everybody that Doug knew what he was talking about. You wouldn't listen and to just me. just a very narrow band of expertise. Well, at least you got something. Oh, <laughs> I, did, I did get immolation out, but I needed Andy's help. That's all right. Yeah, immolation is a good word. It's I like that word. Yeah, I just know it thanks to World of Warcraft. So Next <laughs> week on Car Selling spell. Secrets, we'll have our two Nissan sponsors on. We'll have uh, J-Lo and... Brent oh my God! That's next week. J Lo was like, "Hey, can we be on again?" You know, I was on the very first episode, and I was so nervous. Oh, I, yeah. I really kind of effed it up, and I, no, I think I'm going to be much better this time. And I said, "I don't think you will be." But. No, you're out. Forget it. We <laughs> don't have any openings. Sorry. You either got it or you don't. Sorry. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. Great guest tomorrow too. Sean Patton's in town. Got a bunch of good people in town. Have Yay. a good day. Talk to you tomorrow with the family.